Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem. I'm Justin Baroni, and today we're smoking some Purple Kush. I'm back on the Purple Kush, baby. So this one, Purple Kush is obviously an indica. It's 100% indica, and this one is actually 28%. It does the trick. I thoroughly enjoy it. <laughs> Having a coffee, a little smoky smoke, and I figured this week... I talk about this discussion that I recently had with a friend of mine, a couple friends actually. It always amazes me how different people are, and big part of me um, is very curious about that. I like to know like people's reasoning for doing certain things or not doing certain things or thinking the way that they think, or you know, just in general. I I have a curiosity about people, and I really I really am um, interested to know like what it is that got them to the point that they're at, what the, the stuff they've been through, how they deal with it. But I like it because I want to know. <laughs> like, I want to know for reference. If anything, you know, if they have something, a, a similar issue, like if somebody got divorced, I've been divorced. So I want to hear what their experience was like because I want to know what that was like for them because maybe there's stuff that they did that, you know, can apply to me and apply to what I was doing. So I'm always curious about that. But my personality is also very loud, uh, sometimes in your face, um, sometimes aggressive, sometimes um, pushy. <laughs> but like those qualities, I think, are also good qualities. They're just qualities that I have to like rein in. So in this discussion that I had on the weekend with a couple friends, um, I like both these guys. They're both awesome people, um, and they're they're good friends. We got into it though because one of the guys felt like I was pushing them and telling them what to do, and um, I guess like he didn't like that. <laughs> but I wasn't trying to tell him what to do, and it all revolved around weed. Okay, so let's just get this straight. This is all gonna like come full circle. But essentially, uh, we were talking. I was. We were talking about he rolls joints with cigarette in them, like tobacco in it. And I was asking him why he puts tobacco in it. Because I used to smoke joints when I was in high school. Uh, we used to roll tobacco in the joints. And like we did it because it was easier for us to smoke. It wasn't as harsh. And I wondered if that was the reason that he did it or if he just, I, I don't know. I just wanted to honestly know why he smoked it like that. He's like 50 or close to. So I figured, you know, why, are you, why is it a cultural thing, a generational thing? Like what's going on here? So I was asking him and he was telling me that basically um, he rolls two papers, two long papers, not an L, but like straight up side by side lengthwise, right? And they're really long. So they take him a long time to smoke. And, you know, he that's what he likes about it. He likes the length. He doesn't like smoking single papers, which I totally understand. I get that. But he was getting offended because I was like, hey, man, did you ever think of smoking blunts? <laughs> because you can roll without the tobacco. You could roll just a straight blunt and put, you know, a green blunt, put just weed in it, roll that. And, like, by the time that'll, like... Based on how much he smokes, I was like, that would last you like a whole day. Like you could smoke a blunt all day long and you'd never get to the filter based on how he smokes it. So 
we were talking about this and he was getting like kind of agitated and you know he seemed like I mean I know he seemed to be getting offended but I was just honestly curious I didn't I wasn't telling him that he should do it I honestly thought that like maybe he had never smoked a blunt before <laughs> so I was like hey you should maybe try a blunt or you'd be a good the words I actually use were you'd be a good candidate for a blunt because of the length of the paper, how often he likes to smoke it. You know, he doesn't like to get too high. He likes to regulate it. And like I thought, I thought that was a pretty good idea. <laughs> Apparently it wasn't. <laughs> Apparently that borderlined on me telling him how to live his life, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny, but like, you know, I, I wasn't. So it led to a bigger discussion. We get along fine now, but it led to a bigger discussion of like, Dude, I just do these things because that's the way I do these things. Okay, fair enough. But that's the answer that I was looking for. Not this whole like, no, I'm not doing what you want. No, I'm not doing that. Because like, I don't care what you do. I think that's lost on a lot of people. I think most people don't really care what another person does. They're just curious to know the reasoning and the logic behind why that other person does what they do. Because I, a lot of my friends don't have the same... like. You know, we don't all share the same opinions. We don't all like the same things, but we all get along and we all get along well. A big part of it is because we have those differing opinions and we can also listen to each other and apply those different differing opinions to, you know, how we're living and how we're thinking. And then sometimes you never know, but sometimes it might change your mind. And one of the big things that I like to pride myself on is that I'm very open-minded. So if you tell me something, like, okay, in that in that instance, right, when we when me and this other guy were were kind of arguing back and forth over blunts and the way he smokes, which we weren't really arguing, I was just like, you should just try it. <laughs> then I found out after he was like all less standoffish that he had had blunts before and he didn't like them. Okay, cool, man. Just say that, you know. Just be like, hey, I don't like blunts. I like smoking it this way. I'm all right with that. <laughs> like that was the whole reason for asking the question was to get an answer that like made sense, <laughs> not just cuz, you know, cuz there's always a deeper reasoning. Anyway, so I had a third another buddy in there who I'm very close with. We were like really good friends. And uh so he came in, he said, "Look, man, you're pretty aggressive in your statements towards, you know, this other friend of ours, and you like he feels like you're pushing him." And I was like, oh, I didn't realize that. I did not, that did not check in the box of like, you know, feedback from the conversation. So I apparently had missed that whole thing where his body language was saying like, you know, I don't like this. I don't want to talk about this. I should have, personally, I should have just left it alone and dropped it. But like, okay, man. But luckily, my third buddy, he was there and he told me that. He goes, look, you're, you're, you're sort of in your face, you're in your face kind of conversational style and like interviewing is, is it sometimes put, puts people off. So I was like, oh, all right. I didn't get mad at him because I have been told that before. But again, I kind of like that quality. I just try to rein it in my, you know what I mean? So he was telling me that and I sort of, I accepted it. I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll pay more attention to how I'm giving off my attitude in these conversations because my intent is not to offend this person or you know to offend anybody i'm trying to joke around have a good time if i'm pissed off at you i'll tell you you generally get a get the fuck out of my face <laughs> i'm that blunt about shit but at the same time 
you know, I'm not trying to, to offend you or start a fight or do something like that. So there was some kind of miscommunication there. But again, in this whole scenario, it's very um, interesting to me to see how different personalities work and how they, how they respond to information. My whole outlook on life is pretty simple. If I'm willing to say something to you or to ask you a question and if you feel like I've, I feel like it's a regular question that anybody would ask. And then sometimes the person that receives that question feels like it's over the line. But what need, what I would like people to understand of me is that I ask that question fully accepting the fact that you should be able to ask that question back to me. If I'm willing to ask you something personal, right, then I should be able to answer personally the exact same question. So that's where I'm at. I'm not asking it maliciously because I expect you to do whatever I do to you or talk to you about. You're open to talk to me about the same things. Even when we're talking shit and fucking with each other. You could call me any name in the book. You could say whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. As long as it's all in like good fun and we're just joking around and you know playing around or you're trying to understand me. That's cool, man. I'm not opposed to that because I'm like that. And I realize as I get older, obviously not everybody is like that. So sometimes I guess I, I push a little too hard when I don't have to. But in this instance, luckily there was a third party in there and we got it all squared away and it was awesome. But it was just funny how you, know, you could get your back up over a simple discussion. Anybody can over a simple discussion, even as to like, oh, why do you smoke weed that way? <laughs> it's so personable, I guess, or personal. It's like, uh, you know, it's after watching all the friggin' Trump shit and the debates and stuff, like I kind of understand why people grasp to one side or the other because you like what you like. You don't want it to change. I totally fucking understand that. But at the same time, we have to be able to have discussions about these things because if, if you can't even have a discussion about something, you're just way too emotionally invested. And like, let's be honest, it's not always worth being 100% emotionally invested in something. You know, sometimes you have to reevaluate how you're operating. And then that way you get better, get better. That's not what I meant. I didn't mean get better. <laughs> I meant you can make your life better, you make it more suitable for you, make it a better situation for you, right? So it was just without getting too like personal development. This is the end of this conversation, but yeah, you know, I it was funny to me how the how this question of like blunts and stuff could just all of a sudden turn into like, you know, why you got why you got to interrogate me? <laughs> but I guess at the same time, I maybe I wasn't. If maybe I was giving that vibe off, but you know, it's I I don't know. These things are kind of fun to me. It's also, it's like. <sighs> You can't, I like to get to know people, man. I like to understand you. If And if I like you, I will ask you questions like crazy. If I don't like you, I don't generally carry on a long conversation, right? So if I'm starting to ask you a bunch of shit about yourself or like trying to understand your reasoning for something that I think is interesting and the conversation is good, then like that, I don't... If somebody engages me and keeps me engaged, I'm automatic automatically like, oh, we got some we got like a thing going on here. Like you're interested. And that's sort of what I try to put off. But I guess I don't always nail the, you know, being <laughs> I guess I don't nail that vibe all the time. So, you know, whatever. <laughs>
I did start working out again though. That was good. And a big part of the reason that I started working out again was because I was having interactions like that. I had, um, I was having like miscommunications and I find that I used to, I used to work out more regularly, but I haven't worked out in a few months. And then I started to realize recently that a lot of uh, my angst and stuff has come because I haven't been working out. And one of my favorite things to do is to fucking work out and smoke weed. Well, not at the same time, but I like to smoke a little joint or smoke a bong hit, have a little glass of water, have a coffee, and then just start throwing some weights around. I don't like cardio. Don't ask me to run. Fuck you if you ask me to run. I hate running. I mean, I could do it, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> so my workouts generally, you know, are centered around lifting 35 to 40 pounds on uh, like single dumbbell sort of things. But man, I forgot how much I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. Like I like working out sober too, but there's just something about when you smoke weed and then you work out, especially an indica. If you smoke an indica, it's almost like you have to fight the indica, which makes your workout a little bit harder. It takes you longer to get into it, but it makes it a little bit, just a teensy weensy bit harder. Like there's like a little extra, like I just woke up feeling, you know, you're lagging just a little bit. And uh, when I got the purple kush, I don't know, I got motivated to start working out again. A big reason, like I said, is because I was having these like frustrating conversations and I felt like I wasn't you know, the I wasn't in the right frame of mind to properly convey what I was conveying, or it seemed that way anyway. So then I figured, you know, when I work out, I generally do a better job of living. <laughs> so I figured I'll start working out again. And that's what I did. Also, I tried to do a pull-up on my power tower. Uh, I couldn't even do one pull-up, okay? I couldn't lift myself off the ground. So I figured at that point, no, fuck that. I need to get, get back to being able to do pull-ups. So I started working out again. First day I did it uh, sober because, well, one, I hadn't worked out in like three months and I generally push myself pretty hard. And then uh, the other part of it too is I still was get, am getting over a little bit of these uh, this cat allergy situation. Um, so I figured I probably shouldn't be high the first time. I'll see how it goes, see if I get winded, whatever. So that one went well. So the second time on la the second time, the next workout, a couple days later, I got high as balls. <laughs> I smoked a nice big bong hit. I sat down. I threw on the movie, a movie with The Rock in it because, like, what's more, there's nothing more motivational than The Rock when you want to work out. That man is so goddamn big. Like, I'm never gonna look like that, and like, I don't care if you like it or not. That is dedication to muscle. All right. Like, if he was a weed guy, dude, he'd be like, he'd be the weed guy. Like, look at that dedication. He works out so goddamn hard. So anyway, I look at that guy and I'm like, man, that guy's big. I like it. It's awesome. Also, I grew up watching Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. So like, if you have any doubts about like, you know, what my whole vibe is, like, I love Arnold Schwarzenegger, man. He might be, I just love him. I love all the shit he does. I don't necessarily agree with everything he says, but I'm just saying, I love that. I love, I love his movies, man. So I'll put those those things on and with anything where Jason Statham too. Anything where some guy dude that's like rip beats the living shit out of everybody, I'm working out to that. Cause it motivates me to work out. Cause I'm like, oh man, I maybe can't flip and throw things around, but when they are, all that adrenaline starts pumping and you're watching it, but then you get a good workout. Especially when you're high. Because 
for me, if I'm watching stuff like that and then I start working out, I get like competitive. So like if they're kicking a bunch of bad guys ass and I start doing like they say they have. Okay. The scene in, I think it's Fast and Furious, the, the latest one, where they fight their way out of the jail. Okay, so that whole scene went on. I was doing arm curls. <laughs> now, I'm not switching in the middle of that scene because I'm all amped up. So I just kept doing arm curls that whole time. Like, the more bad guys they kicked, the more asses they kicked, the more curls I had to do. I just had to keep curling until that scene was over. Then I moved on to the next exercise. Needless to say, my arms were dead. And my arms aren't even that big. <laughs> so, like, it wasn't worth it at all. But at the same time, that's how I get motivated. That's my, that's my awesome level. So I love doing shit like that. But then when I'm high, the other thing that I notice when I'm working out, because I always, okay, I use 35-pound dumbbells. I have more weight than that. But on average, I use 35-pound dumbbells, and I go through, like, a full-body workout every two days and then i do cardio and um the power tower yeah that's right he does the power tower where he does the push-ups and the pull-ups yeah he does the pull-ups and then he does the dips he's dipping yeah do you like the dipping because he loves to do the dipping yeah and the leg raises yeah he does that until his back is giant yeah <laughs> that's my arnold <laughs> So yeah, so I do that. I do all that stuff on the opposite days, and then uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I throw the weights around. That's really fun. But I notice that when I smoke weed, it's almost as if you have this like internal resistance that is like set to a certain level because you're high, right? So you get super focused on the muscle that you're doing. It's almost as if you can feel only that muscle if you focus hard enough. Then there's like lifting 35 pounds is not that hard, but when you're high, it feels like there's a resistance band from, I know there's a muscle, don't be talking any shit. <laughs> it's, like, it's like there's a resistance band from your elbow around your shoulder and you're fighting against it both ways to get the, to get the uh, weight up. And it's just, I don't know, man, it's just so good. It's so good. And then as you the more sets you do and the more tired you get, but then the more endorphins that release from the actual workout, they mix with the endorphins from the weed and like, fuck, that five minutes, 10 minutes after a workout is complete and I'm sitting on the couch, oh my God, it's like the greatest feeling ever, man. I feel like I can do anything. I feel all jacked up. I feel like solid. I feel like I could run through a fucking wall. <laughs> I really do. And that's just adding weed to the workout. Cause like normally if I don't have if I don't have if I don't smoke weed before the workout, I don't get that feeling after. Not really. I get like a tired, expended feeling and like a really tight feeling because everything's super tight. Like, you know. But yeah, I definitely don't get the I don't get the same as the high as when you're high. When I'm high, man, that workout feels way more rewarding. Sometimes I do cardio on uh, after I smoke a joint but I don't like doing cardio high I know a lot I've well okay I don't say I shouldn't say I know but I've heard a lot of like runners they you know they get the runners higher whatever but there's other people that like to smoke weed and then run because it can it focuses them in and then they can run longer because they can you know put off the the effects of the uh, physical exertion right and I totally get that but um, I've never liked I've tried it. I've never liked running while I was high. 
I just felt weird. You know what it felt like? <laughs> it felt like I was, and I wasn't, I was running fine, but it felt like I looked like Phoebe from Friends running. <laughs> like a little kid, like a five-year-old where your arms and your legs flail out to the side. You're not, yeah, I felt like I was running like that, so I couldn't do it. So now what I'll do sometimes is I'll just ride my, I'll ride my stationary bike and that's a pretty good workout. But I find that like a stationary bike is okay if you're just trying to maintain like a, like a very minimal level of um, cardio. That's it. Because like you could go for a, you could do a stationary bike all you want and then you go and hop on a real bike and then you try to bike like a mountain or something. Good luck mountain bike in the woods or anywhere there's like resistance and like ups and downs yeah it's not the same you gave me a way more workout actually riding a bike maybe i should just start riding the bike i should probably just actually t- well it's snowing now so that's pretty well fucked that situation <laughs> but yeah maybe next summer I'll, I'll fix up my bike and start riding outside again but yeah i really do i really do like like smoking and working out, man. It's fun as shit. I used to play basketball all the time. Again, I can't play sports high because I can't focus. Like, I don't, it's not that I can't focus. It's that when I get high and if I'm playing a sport, because my buddies and I play darts all the time. I'm not saying darts are a sport. I'm just saying that it takes some muscle and it, muscle memory and it takes some hand-eye coordination and a little bit of dexterity, okay? <laughs> so there's a few physical elements to the game. And what I'm saying is, is that I'll notice that I shoot totally different once I get high because certain muscles in my body when I'm high don't operate properly (laughs) or quickly. (laughs) So same thing. Like if I'm, I've tried playing basketball high, that's a bad fucking idea. I can't hit the net for shit. Okay. I can't, I can barely get the ball there. I just want to sit down most of the time. So it's odd to me that I like lifting weights. But like I said, when I lift weights, I do end up um, taking a longer time to get into the workout because like I'll do the first set of curls and then walk around for a bit and then I'll do the second set and walk around for a bit. That's probably why I do more sets and reps when I'm high than when I'm sober because I don't get right into it. I have to like ease my way in. But fuck, it's fun. I really like it. I recommend trying it. If you're healthy and if you have questions, talk to your doctor first because I am not a doctor. So do not do what I do because I said to do it. Do not do it. I'm not a doctor. You should try based on your own physical fitness levels and you should talk to your doctor about it first. (laughs) That's my public service announcement. Oh, update on this cat. I know that the last episode I talked about, I don't know about these cats, but I start to like these cats. Dude, this fucking cat I have is fucking awesome. This cat is a dog. (laughs) I'm not, I am not even kidding. Okay. So this cat is, her name is Winter. She's uh, gray, black, and white. It's a really cool pattern. But she's like a fucking dog, man. So she's finally gotten comfortable in the house and she comes out from my daughter's uh, underneath my daughter's bed to hang out on my daughter's bed. She hangs out on my son's bed and she'll let anybody pick her up and walk her around the house. Fucking awesome. Way better than the last two cats that ran away all of the time and then scratched you if you tried to pick them up. So Winter and I have been jamming out together in the day because, you know, it's just the two of us. 
I bought her a little fish rope thing that I could swing around. She doesn't like fishes on ropes. She only likes little things. You know what she likes? Her favorite fucking toy? Favorite fucking toy is a little pink hair elastic. She throws it across the floor, throws it in the air, flips it all over the place. It's hilarious to watch. She'll do it for hours on end. But here's what are the cooler things. Okay, and I'll leave this as the sort of the finale of the episode. But here's one of the cooler things. This is what really got me on board with this cat. So I had to do a bunch of uh, scanning into my computer for the for a couple documents I had. So I go to use my scanner, but the top of the scanner, the auto feeder, is not working. And I'm trying to get it to work. And I can't get it to work. So I'm going back and forth from the computer on the desk to the auto to the auto feeder on the scanner, which is also on the desk. All of a sudden I hear click, 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 click. And here comes Winter down to the basement to see what's going on. So she hops up on the couch beside the desk. She sits there, looks at me. I start talking to her. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? She she looks up on the desk. She walks in front of me. She walks right across the keyboard, stops, looks at me, goes, no. No. <laughs> I go, what are you doing? Try to do things here. You can't be sitting here. So I try to get her to sit on the side of the desk. She won't move. So I pat her on the butt, and then she moves. She moves over to the side between the, between the computer and the printer or scanner. So <laughs> I go to hit the scanner. Scanner goes on. She's looking at it like, what the hell is this? Meow, 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 meow. What's going on here? So I'm trying to get the auto feeder to work. doesn't work. So I, for, I say, forget this. I go, hey, Winter, let's go upstairs. So we go upstairs. She starts following me. This is the first time she's done this, okay? So this is fucking cool. So she's following me. I get, I have an area rug in my living room. I get to the area rug, and I had always, I had been petting her there for like the last couple of days so that hopefully she'd get comfortable and whatever. So she'd lie down on the area rug, and I'd pet her. So as I, my foot touches down on the area rug, you just hear, <laughs> And she had run from the top of the stairs, past me, jumped on the edge of the, jumped past the edge of the area rug, and then landed with a thud on her side, flipped over on her back with her paws in the air, looked me right in the eye, goes, no, she just wanted pets, man. (laughs) She'd been following me around the house to get pets. That's why she wouldn't move. As soon as I pet her for like 30 minutes, she was fine again. She moved right on with her day. So this cat is fucking fully like a dog, and I'm totally in on this cat. I love this cat. This cat is amazing. I just have to go get her nails trimmed and get her groomed. (laughs) Yeah. So that's the end of the cat saga. I mean, we're keeping her. She's good. She's working her way into the family pretty damn well. And she's she's super chill. No problem. She woke me up last night. We played with a little ball in the living room till like 1 o'clock in the morning. She woke me up because I fell asleep on the chair because I was baked. (laughs) And she started scratching at the side of the chair till I woke up. This cat is fucking smart, man. I have underestimated cats my entire life. Okay? I, like I said, never had cats before. I like this cat. Now, to be fair, this cat, to be fair, this cat (laughs) has honestly grown up with a dog so it sort of learned how to get love from the dog because the dog is big golden retriever and he'd be like hey guys i want to get some pets 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 and he'd just come by you and you'd have to rub his belly before he'd let you in the house so this cat learned from that problem is cat's too small you walk over it dog not as easy to do but anyway this cat winter is the fucking shit and uh she's gonna be around for a long time hopefully 
and we're gonna have a great time together, her and I. Because uh, right now, it's all I have to do is <laughs> is wait around the house for the kids to get home and play with a cat and do these uh, podcasts. So, yeah. I hope you guys had an awesome week. I hope you guys have been enjoying these uh, episodes. Um, yeah, I, I'm amazed that people listen to me talk. <laughs> I'm glad that, I mean, I hope I'm entertaining. I hope that these are enjoyable for you. And I hope that you guys keep coming back. So thanks for listening to this episode. Um, oh, check if you're listening to this and you really like it and you want to follow along, follow find me on Thoughts Off The Stem on Instagram, Thoughts Off The Stem on Twitter, um, and where else do I have Thoughts Off The Stem? Nope, I think that's it. And then you can get this podcast while you're listening to it. But if you need another spot to get it, you can get it all over the place. I know you're coming to Anchor first, of course, right? (laughs) Anyway, thank you for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Join me every Friday at 4.20 p.m., For Thoughts Off The Stem, I'm Justin Baroni. Check out our merch store. Check out ours. That's right. It's ours, yours and mine. Check out our merch store at uh, teespring.com slash stores slash T-O-T-S 420. And hopefully you guys uh, enjoy the merch there. I got some new stuff up. I got It's Bull Time Baby t-shirts up, some other ones, and a couple just tots, T-O-T-S. And then thoughts off the stem underneath. Those ones are pretty slick too. And weed sommelier hoodies. Check those out because I like those as well. And I'm sure you will too. So until next time, roll your bowls. Roll your bowls. (laughs) Roll your joints. Light your bowls. Do your dabs. Do what you do. And uh, have a good week. Enjoy yourselves. Peace.